You're listening to the Grow Further podcast, dedicated to helping you on your journey to get from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm Christy. I'm Ellie. And we are your hosts. Grow further with us starting now. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Grow Further podcast. We have a really, really meaningful topic to bring to you today as if we don't try to have meaningful content each time. This one hits close to home for both of us. It does. I think that's why I said that because like I feel very personally connected connected to the topic. And so to get us started, I'm going to ask you this question, but I'm also asking all of you out there listening. uh, So answer it for yourself. But um, Ellie, when was the last time you stopped to celebrate your strengths? Or things about yourself that are that are good. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, creepy laugh. No, you know why I laughed <laughs> like that because it's like it's kind of it's kind of sad. Like I don't think that I can remember the last time I stopped and said and gave myself a pat on the back for the things that really? I'm good at or the things that I thrive at. And I think that you know, as human beings, Chris, we all lean into something called the negativity bias. We all have a tendency to focus more on the bad than the good. And it's like, that's the go-to response. When you think about something, it's like we tend to look at the bad first. Like it's, um, And that's pretty depressing. So, man, I just depressed myself. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but it's because I can connect to that. I think that I have always been my worst enemy. And I don't know if anybody out there can relate to that, but just you being your worst enemy yeah or biggest critic um ellie i don't know if i've ever shared this with you the reason that i'm doing what i'm doing today and the reason that i went to the university of tennessee to get a master's degree in sport and performance psychology is because i played basketball in college and just played sports like throughout my life and i always remember after games and just in the season off season whatever i was just so hard on myself I would have a 30 point game and I'd be focusing on the five turnovers wow. that I had that game. Um, I would nitpick everything, like not just the turnovers, but just, you know, if I miss shots, like the, the, my mind, I would remember the shots that I missed, not the ones that I made. And I, I think that that is where my frustration came from because I was always the first person to practice typically. I was typically the last person to leave. That kind of been my style, like growing up as an athlete. I've always, you know, just been hard on myself and I've always trained the hardest. Like I always dared anybody out train me. And you really, they they couldn't. But why in a game was I so inconsistent? I think it's because my mind focused so much on the things that I did wrong or my perceptions of myself that were not positive. And I just became my own worst critic. So I wanted to better understand the mind and how the mind worked because I knew that that was my biggest hurdle. Wow. That's why I went to school to learn about this. The negativity bias is something that you just identified. And everybody that's listening, I just want you to know negativity bias exists for us all. It's within all of us. Um, Ellie, you said it best. It's our tendency to focus more on the bad than the good. And it is very hard to overcome. But there is a reason why we do this. There's a reason why bad information or scary information literally has carries more weight in our brains where it's going to stand out to us more. Do you have any idea why that is, Ellie? 
Well, I think because we need to react more robustly to the bad than the good, right? Like you needed to have a really immediate and visceral response if you were being hunted or chased or if there you, you were go. in danger. Yeah. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. But yeah, you needed to remember where the lions and tigers and bears were. You needed to remember what caves are, are, you know, our primitive brains needed to remember what caves were dangerous. We needed to remember what berries we could, we couldn't eat. We needed to know the things that we, that needed to stick with us out of a pure survival place. Um, we needed to focus on, again, the lions, not the dandelions, not the pretty little yellow things. We needed to focus on the lions because that what was that's what was going to keep you alive. So bad stuff's going to smack you in the face. Your brain is going to find that stuff. We have to work harder to overcome that, though, by simply bringing more balance to focusing on what's right. And that isn't just about our external environment. That's about looking within, too, because it's so easy for the negativity bias to take over, even when we think about ourselves. Wow. So really, the negativity bias is a result of our primitive brains, and it helped us to survive. But you know what? The only thing is, though... Not helping us to thrive No, exactly. Especially if it gets in our way, you know? That's the thing, because focusing on our weaknesses, focusing on our shortcomings, it's basically, it could become our own worst enemy. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy where it limits us, right? And it, it... hinders our capacity it hinders our ability to take risks on ourselves to believe in ourselves so our confidence but you mm-hmm. know what the thing is though and you've taught me this it's not enough to stop just focusing on our weaknesses we need to intentionally focus on our strengths ooh, ooh. i've got a metaphor for okay, this okay all right i've got a metaphor for this metaphor. so ellie i want us to imagine that there's a plot of land that we've picked we want to plant a garden oh all a right community what's garden? the first thing that yeah, <laughs> like for you and me, when we have houses next oh to each other, we can God. raise our kids together and we can, dream. you know, create our own little park. Or whatever. All right, we digress. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we're, we're back now, everybody. Okay. <laughs> if we wanted to have a garden, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that we need to do? All right, so you said we picked our plot of land. Well, we need to yep. prep the land, right? We need to make sure that we get rid of the things that shouldn't be there. Get rid of the rocks. Get rid of the weeds. We need to do a lot of weeding. We need to make sure right. that um, we need to get rid of any bad dirt or any anything that would hinder us from being able to plant our garden or being able to have a garden. You got it. So let's say that we do that. Let's say that we pull the weeds, we remove the rocks, we till the dirt. Mm-hmm. Do we have a garden? Well, no. We just have okay. dirt. Prepped dirt. Exactly. It's just dirt. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it slowly two times. The absence of weakness does not equal strength. The absence of weakness does not equal strength. Removing the weeds, removing the rocks does not create a thriving garden. Fixing all of your weaknesses or removing your weaknesses does not mean that you are strong. If we don't intentionally, and this is kind of how you started, the conversation, Ellie, if we don't intentionally focus on our strengths, we can't just expect it to happen, right? So back to the garden metaphor, what do we need to do? We've got our dirt ready. We've removed the weaknesses, if you will. Um, now what do we do? We need to actually plant whatever we want to grow. We need to either plant seeds or seedlings and 
we need to tend to them. We need to give them water. We need to give them sunlight. We need to make sure that we are protecting them from any pests. We need to tend to that garden, plant and tend to that garden. Exactly. And so that is what enables us to have a thriving garden is the act of planting and tending to it because the reality is, is that people are not much different than plants. Plants grow towards the sun, correct? Yeah. So do people. Mm. People grow towards the light as well. And that goes for you focusing on your own light within, your, your own strengths. That also goes to when you're looking at someone else and bringing their strengths up. If they're not considering them, showing them their strengths. That's like showing them the light. People grow towards the light just like plants. And we often keep ourselves in the dark by expecting that the sun is just going to shine. The difference is, is that we have to create that sun. We have to intentionally look for our strengths and find strategies to incorporate that because the negativity bias is going to cause us to just be weakness focused. And sometimes a lot of the feedback that we get from people has a tendency to be very corrective of weakness focus. Yeah. So here's a question, though. Why don't you think we as human beings take that additional step to not focus on the weaknesses or try to correct our weaknesses or improve upon the things that we see as weaknesses versus shining a light on our strengths? Why don't we take that extra step? I think because, I mean, there could be many reasons for that, right? Um, I think one of them is because of lack of awareness that that actually does take effort. That's fair. You know, I think we just expect that through our experiences, you know, we can either, we, we, we acknowledge our strengths through experiences and our, and our wins. And maybe we just expect that our recipes for success are going to be top of mind all the time when in reality, they just aren't. Yeah. Um, I think I know that I can speak for myself. I was raised to be very humble. Very humble. I was gonna, if I talk yeah. about my strengths, um, I was quickly reminded, and my dad would call it, I got to keep you grounded. Mm. You know, um, didn't want your head to get too big. Because the other message we're not sending is that we only want you thinking about your strengths because we want you to be a hothead or something like that. Like, obviously, that's not what we're talking about here. But that is a genuine fear is that someone becomes very narcissistic or just all, you know, high and mighty on themselves. Yeah. And then they don't hear any weaknesses. Well, I think that, right? that that's that's where my mind went to is like we can appear to be very braggadocious and we can appear to be yeah. right cocky, not confident um, if we are exactly. only focusing There's a on difference. our strengths. So I, I think that the message here, though, is that only focusing on your weaknesses is not going to get you very far. But there are many benefits of you shining the light on your strengths and focusing on what's right. Exactly. Like increased confidence. Yes. Right? Exactly. Enhanced mental health. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you talked about how, you know, the the if you had shine as much light when you were playing sports on your strengths as your as your weaknesses, you probably would have been able to reignite your motivation. You probably would have been able to maintain oh my focus gosh. and passion. Like Ellie, I think the sky's the limit of what I could have done. Yeah. I scored over a thousand points in my career. I don't know if I've ever told no, you that. You it's something I'm a little proud of. I scored over a thousand points in my career, but I think I could have scored two thousand. If you if you focused on the things that you do did well yes. and stopped focusing on the things that were weaknesses for you. Because you know what? It, it I think this is important to remember. And and this is imp an important thing that we didn't really like kind of break down. But not every person is going to be great at everything. Correct. We're all unique. That's true. Right? 
It's I think that, you know, in another episode, we talked about 2023 and me, we talked a lot about making sure that you are really focusing on the things that you love and the things that you Mm -hmm. are, the things that you excel at, the things that you're passionate about. And I think to bring you joy that you enjoy doing it's yeah. And to the Mm -hmm. same regard, I think that this is where the concept of of not just focusing on closing the gaps that you have, but making sure you spend just as much time continuing to get better where you are strong. Like yeah. when you think about allocating like your that. time, right? Like don't spend all your time trying to fix your weaknesses because that's still not going to give you a garden, right? That's so true. And a lot of it's times- going to make you strong. Exactly. A lot of mm-hmm. times it actually is demotivating, right? I bet you, you would have continued playing even longer if the negativity bias did not exist. If you weren't so frustrated with the things yes. that, you know, at how how tall are you? Why you got to bring that up? I bet people are going to think I'm lying now. I'm only I'm five one. OK. In the in the morning, five and a half by end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> if you, Chris, focus <laughs> as much time and energy as trying to dunk. As you did in trying to cut through the middle oh. and, and have a perfect layup. Yeah. Right. I played basketball in high school. Wow. Uh, look at you with your basketball yeah, right? jar. I was pointer. Um, but if you did that, if you tried doing that, that would just be frustrating. And it's not to say that you couldn't, but it's not to say that you yeah. couldn't have no, tried. No, that's true. Because right? exactly. that, that's not something I could have done. So I'm not saying don't try new things. What I'm saying is that continuing to invest time and energy in the things that you love and the things that you you're, you find as strengths is yes. super valuable. And what are some of the benefits we said? Increased confidence, increased mental health, motivation, focus, and passion are enhanced. Creativity and innovation are enhanced, but so are performance. Yes. And you know Performance improves. Exactly. 100%. And seeing Mm -hmm. your strengths, shining light on your own strengths makes you more likely to see the strengths in others. And imagine what that can Mm -hmm. do for your relationships as well. Oh, yeah. If you're nitpicky with yourself, it increases the likelihood you might be nitpicky with others. Um, and you know, it's, there's some level where that could be good if you're helping the person grow, if you're growing as a result. But like Ellie said, you know, if we only focus on those er on those weaknesses, Hey, we're not going to be strong, but I don't want you all thinking that we're going to leave you with just focus on your strengths and good luck. You know, it's hard. So we want to offer you some tips for how we could actually put what seems like potentially common sense into common practice. Like how can we get better at shining the light within? How can we get better at focusing on our strengths? We want to offer you a couple of techniques that have worked for us. Yeah. um, But then to encourage you to maybe try one of these out because it can feel uncomfortable, especially if you are the type of person that focuses a lot on your mishaps, mistakes, setbacks. Um, Haven't if you're like Ellie and myself and you haven't spent any time reflecting on what you're great at in a while, you know, starting there might be a great place. One strategy that you could try is what's called the three wins journal or the three wins activity. And so what this is, is before bed, for example, you could get out a piece of paper and you literally think about what are three wins that I've had today? And what strength of yours from within did you leverage in order to enable that win, in order to help that win happen? And so it's it's not a gratitude journal, right? Because it's not necessarily seeking the environment for things that you're grateful for. It's really forcing you to look within to say, ooh, what's a win that I had? And then what did I do? How did I contribute to that win? That's a method that you could try 
to get yourself focused on your strengths and what's right with you. So that's just one thing that you could try is that three wins activity. And if doing it at night right before bed doesn't sit with you, you could try it throughout the day. You could have a win and then you could pause and just reflect on, ooh, what did I just do to enable that win? So you could break it up. You could try it in different ways, but it's really helping you to think about your day and think about something good that you did to contribute to the day. I love that. So like ending ending your day, and I, I have started doing this with my kids at the dinner table, asking them what went well yeah. today. And why yes, do you think what it went, went well? well? And why did it go well? And then encouraging them to think about what they did because that's within their control. That's a repeatable something. Exactly. Right? Outcomes aren't repeatable, but behavior is. Yeah. Leveraging Uh your strengths are. Yes. You know, we started out this episode just talking about how this is something that we connect to personally. And I will share very transparently that um, the next technique that I'm going to that I want to share, the technique that I wanted to share was something that was suggested to me by my therapist. Because I admittedly um, was talking about all of the things that I wasn't doing well, all of my weaknesses, all of the things I wanted to work on. And it really did not put me in a good space and in a positive space. And I started feeling, you know, not only down, but I started really not feeling motivated. And I was nervous because this was happening and and it was impacting my relationships. It was impacting the way that I showed up for mm-hmm. for work and everything. So yeah. what what my therapist encouraged me to do was every day, and you can either start your day with this or end your day with this. And the reason I say that is because it's easiest to create a routine when you have a time associated with that routine. So You're I- 100% correct. Right, so it, at in the beginning of every day, I used to pump myself up using this. I would write down five things that I loved or celebrated about myself. Five strengths, essentially. And the I love rules that. were, thank you. The rules were I had to do it for a month. I could not repeat anything. Like there were no two things that could be on the list that were the same. So you couldn't take shortcuts. Exactly. Yeah, I had to really think. Mm, I had to really that think. Would be hard. And every day I had to read them out loud because there's something different about how we internalize things when we not only see them on paper, but we when we also hear them. They're sticky. We believe them a little bit more. So did you, how, how did that, how did you feel after you did this activity? And, you know, what was that like from the start to the finish? I, so it, it started out really difficult. I'm not going to lie. It felt a little uncomfortable, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. of that negativity bias and our propensity to lean into the bad versus the good. Um, so it started, it started very uncomfortable. The most uncomfortable part was saying them out loud. Ooh. That was that was the most mm. uncomfortable for me. And and he said, you know, often people take the shortcut and they don't do the second part. They don't say it out loud. They just write it down. And um, I really had to force myself in the beginning, but there was something so empowering about it. It felt like I was finding myself again. Really? It felt like I was seeing myself again for who I really was. It helped me to reconnect with my identity. Wow. Yeah. And not only that, but it helped me to really intentionally focus on my my strengths. It did make me feel motivated again. It made me feel the desire to connect to uh plants again because that's something that I always loved and that you mm-hmm. know, I was I I was a caregiver in that sense and right. and it it, mm-hmm. it brought me back to those things that I really loved. 
That's so special. It was. I'm so thankful for your therapist and for that recommendation and that you actually did it, which is, I think, so hard to do. Did you ever read your statements in front of the mirror? It's making me think of the movie Cool Runnings when he's like pumping himself up in the bathroom looking in the mirror. So I, I tried that as well. And that also was equally as uncomfortable, right? Like the saying it out loud part was really yeah. like it, I had to really get work to get out of my head. So, you know, for those of you out there listening, start by even even if you start by keeping a list. Um, you know, what's really cool, though, is when I have moments where I'm doubting myself, yeah. I call that list. Wow. So you keep it nearby. Then. I have it nearby um, and I pull it out and I remind myself of how freaking awesome I am. And yeah, I have opportunities, right? I love that. I have things and areas that I could fix and and grow. We all do. But uh, I feel more capable and confident in being able to fix those things and being able to work on those things, being reminded of my strengths and knowing that that I have a lot of things to be proud of. I love that. And, 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 And I think what we are challenging you to do is to remember that it takes effort to thrive in this life. And that is the thinking about your strengths and remembering that there is so much good within you. There is so much light and goodness that you bring into the world. Don't keep that in the darkness by never thinking about it or by thinking that you're going to be a cocky person um, because you are thinking about it. It is a it's something that we need to do for ourselves in order to enable our strength. And so we want to encourage you, try writing down your strengths, try saying it out loud. Um, try a three wins activity just as another route um, that maybe that connects with you in a different way. But just try something that enables you to shine the light within. Because remember, we are just like plants. We grow towards the light too. And often we have to shine it for ourselves. We can't expect others to always shine it for us. So between now and next time, shine that light on you and literally grow just a little bit further. We'll see you back next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Grow Further podcast. If you'd like to help us grow further, please subscribe. And don't forget to let us know what you thought of today's episode. 